0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Podcast. This is German coming to you from the Pod, joined as always by Eddie and Albert, and we're gonna discuss today a, a video we saw, a two-hour video. We'll post a. We'll post the, the link on somewhere, uh, but we'll post it so you can watch it. It's two hours. It's worth it. Uh, you got, you know, everyone got, has two hours, but we're going to talk about the, the issue of creation and science, and one of the things that I've seen in my life as a Christian is this idea that the church is against science, right, and uh, and how science is somehow against God, and it, you got to believe one or the other. I think we all know the line from "Nacho Libre" that you you know you, you hate me because I believe in science, and one of the things that I have found that the the more I read up on science, and even when I would take Biology class and in, in high school and all of that. Was it science is actually, us was well actually science is created by God, but science does a lot to prove God. And so the video we 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 saw it was it was on this. Uh, he's a scientist. The guy's a scientist, and he talks about creation and and how God created the world through through. Um, revolution so what were you guys initial thoughts what were your thoughts going into it so when we you know eddie had we, we had talked about it here
1: yeah.
0: like months ago and then we had a discussion and then he sent me a video and so going into it what, what was your thought process we'll start without Al, with albert What was it? What was your thought process when it was okay? We're gonna talk about God and evolution, or God creating the world through evolution. I
2: thought we were gonna try to like. uh, I thought it was gonna be one of those uh, those videos that are like trying to convince you hard of of um, how God appears. in nature or stuff like that. And and I mean, oh, it, it okay. is, that is, it was like that, but he didn't push for a hard. He let it real open and real subtle. He just kind of explained the facts. That was my initial uh, mm-hmm. response. And I mean, at first when you guys told me that we we're going to talk about this, I wasn't here for that conversation. Yeah. I was like, well, what, what are we, what am I going to say? <laughs> <laughs> like, I still feel the same way. What am I going to say? Yeah. But, I felt a lot clueless then, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, I mean, I think it's a very heavy topic. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot. I mean, we can grab one point and talk about it right. for 45 minutes. Um, and that's how deep this topic is. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of opinions, and it's very controversial, and um, you know, everybody has something to say about, yeah. about
0: it. Yeah. What were your... Initial thoughts, not so much of the video, but just the conversation as a whole when you first thought about it or
1: um so the first time we had the conversation mm-hmm. here on this couch. Yeah. It was a few months ago, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like in the spring.
1: It was random. We just like started talking. Yeah.
0: It was after a Saturday pod. Yeah.
1: And it was this idea where I was like, wait, why why does science Or like, what? What is? Why is evolution? Why is it at odds with creation so Mm -hmm. much? And it's a thought I had a a lot, and I I didn't know people actually thought about this in that manner. And the way I explained it to you, like, basically, God, I wouldn't put it past God to develop a a system where he can, he can uh, facilitate evolution or like survival of the fittest yeah and then i was listening to this podcast with uh, i forgot what his what his name was but he's he's in the catholic church and he was explaining how in the catholic church it's almost it's almost a consensus that they believe in evolution and when i heard that yeah yeah this is like one of the like it's almost widely accepted throughout the catholic religion
0: what the heck
1: in the in the leadership no way that's what he said and like i mean i i'm not part of that specific i I guess i'm part of that religion in different flavor i guess I, i wasn't aware of that huh you're catholic Well, Christian. Oh, okay. okay, You know how Catholic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little different. But when he was explaining it, he brings up Dr. Collins, and I'm like, huh, interesting. So that's when I I took his name down, and then I watched that video.
2: Mmm. Okay. Going down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm
1: just explaining like how I got there. Now my thoughts originally, like when I started going, I think I agree with you. I I thought it was going to be more of like, a come on, guys. Go with me on this ride, and yeah, and you I'm gonna will, convince you, <laughs> you will believe. <laughs> but it's kind of, and I appreciate when people are like, Oh, I'm gonna explain this to you. What you do with this is up to you, yeah. So, yeah, that was basically my thought going into it,
0: yeah. And, and I think just, just for you know, full disclaimer, um, that's how we're approaching this conversation, we're not trying to convince you one way or the other. Uh, you, you know, do your own research and 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 you know, kind of like what the like what the Bible says. Or every man, you know, be convinced in his own heart. Um, so, and obviously, this conversation is is a non-essential conversation to those that are listening and are Christian. Um, this is a non-essential. There's essentials to Christianity, and there's non-essentials to Christianity. And this is one of those non-essentials where, regardless of what you believe, doesn't mean you're a non-Christian. Uh, and and that's the that that's a, I want to add that disclaimer because when whenever this topic comes up or any topic, I think that's secondary. Um, a lot of times, it's easy to 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 forget that. Um, going into the 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 conversation, I had thought about evolution and god a lot i I had read this book called the war the war against god and it's a very interesting book and and it's it's a book on uh it's i forget the author but it's it's a book uh, the guy's making a his defense for god and how god couldn't create the world through evolution evolution can't be um good because and every any you know he goes into like um how at the core, uh, in the beginning of evolution was, evolutionists were like racist. And you get into like the nature of all of that and how, and how the belief of, of, of everything, which is very interesting and, and, and there's that sect. And so I had thought about it and I was always on the, you know, I, God created the world and, and how he created it, I don't think we, we understand or know. I think, by default, I landed on the you know seven day creation story um but it was one of those things I never really ruled out the possibility that it was not seven literal days. It could have been it could have not been, and it just depends on on where you land but I, again, I think this is a secondary issue um and so, going into the video, he had told me, okay, this is a you know scientist, and as soon as the, the the video starts and they start introducing uh, dr uh, Collins I said okay this is gonna be a very science heavy um, explanation so I'm gonna have to like write things down Just and do the whole thing and he merely he kind of introduces from the get-go mere Christianity and he and he his story is very similar um, to to another story that I had heard from another guy who kind of went through the same route even like Lee Strobel who had the you know he's the dude that did the like case for Christ and stuff like that Um, but my initial thought heading into the video was this is just this is going to be a science guy trying to convince us through science that God is real or the yeah and what I ended up finding is that this is a guy who found faith and he's trying to show us that his faith and his findings led him to have faith in God and how s- his science and his findings and his understanding lead him to believe in God creating the world through evolution, which is not what I was expecting, which made it very, very interesting. Um, and so as, what was one of the takeaways or what, what, what was a few takeaways that you guys took from, from the video?
1: I think right off the top, when you see the. He shows a, an image of the DNA mm-hmm. of the strand. Yeah. But not to what the way we're used to. You know how we're used to just seeing the. It looks kind of like a braid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But an, an aerial view. From the top, so, right? So you see it from the top. Mm hmm. So all that, all that stuff is interesting to me just. Because there's a lot of things that we know, but we look at it one way. Mm-hmm. We don't. We don't want to look at it a different way. Yeah. So that paired with, when I, I think I'm pretty sure he made the connection of. Of of. Uh, sorry, what's the verse? So the word became flesh, right? Basically.
0: Yeah. So John, John, book of John.
1: So basically he made a connection, I don't know what you guys thought about this, about how how's it DNA strands the way they, they couple
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think it's A C G T DNA and then the RNA couple with the U and sorry, I don't know exactly what what, what it is, but basically his 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 uh, he made a connection between the letters be comprising somebody's DNA structure, right? Uh-huh. So, basically, the word did become flesh in a sense. Oh, if you look at DNA, because uh-huh. it, if you look at everyone's DNA, like the way it couples, it it tells you a lot a lot about about the person. Which I I thought was was interesting. Yeah, I don't know what you guys thought about that. But yeah basically that in, in in the in the intro, so like the the visual stuff along with that connection he made I thought it was very interesting
2: he he talked about um like the big bang right I thought that was interesting where he says if the big bang was just a random big big bang, why haven't we seen that again in nature Because mm-hmm. um, it would happen again, you would think, so I thought that was interesting. Um how he put that out there you know i've I've always thought you know God you know speaking that to me could be the big bang and I think he he didn't say that, but I think that's what he's yeah, thinking. he kind of hinted at yeah. That. Yeah. that, yeah
0: yeah, and that
2: that had been something that's crossed my mind in the past as well, why can't he be the big bang yeah, you know um so I thought that, that was interesting,
0: yeah I think that there was a there was a lot of stuff within the within his conversation, one of the things that that I appreciated was that he i've seen i've seen talks like these but one of the one of the things that made this one different was he didn't try to remove his faith from it and I think one of the one of the things that I always have a hard time with uh, the science guys is that they try to a lot of times they try to explain god through science which becomes you know it's impossible it's hard because it's not like you can physically point to to god or point to his voice or point to something that's physical and say okay this is god and 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 look at this and he didn't try to do that and i think that that's what led me to appreciate the video because as he talked about the development of things the 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 same type of dna strands that is found throughout uh nature and you find the same very similar uh code i think he kept calling it the co- the 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 dna code that you kept finding throughout creation it it made a lot of sense because we're from the same creator and obviously there's the there's the intelligent design that's that's in everything that's created and so I appreciate that he didn't remove the faith because that's where people like us who who are normal people who are not geniuses like that are able to take that end up and and appreciate that in our everyday life. Where we, you know we don't go to our laboratories to study things under a microscope. We we, we got to live our lives. But if we're able to see the similarity, the sim the the same code. And everything, all of a sudden, we're pointing to the same creator, which is kind of the you know, a singular message you get at church from there's one God, you worship one God, and, and that's kind of the emphasis of a lot of sermons like, you worship to say you worship one God because this God created everything, and that's where he was going at. He just created it through, according to him or his belief, evolution. Did you guys have a did you guys battle that? Did did was it that hard to like evolution? Oh, what was your guys' thoughts about evolution before the video? What you did if you guys had any?
2: I think it was the same as okay. the video. I've always, I mean, I accepted evolution in in, in animals, how they adapt to their environment, and um, I mean, we're still kind of doing that too, right? That we. Our the skin skin tone of our our skin tone is based on on what part of the the world we live in. Um our eyelash our eyebrows are thicker if you live in a desert area. So I accepted it in that form. Um obviously not in the form that we came you know, we, the humans were once like monkeys, you know.
0: So it was like adaptation. Correct.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, for me, in the, in the especially early, for me, the, the thought of evolution, evolution always, was, it was just always like a trigger word for everyone. Mm. And I always wanted to <laughs> understand why. Yeah. Because there is some evidence, right? I'm I'm not here to say, oh, believe in this or believe in that. But there is some evidence, and it's really hard for me to ignore evidence. But within that, it gets complicated, too, because you can't just say, it is this way because it is this way. Because throughout history of science, it can be one way, but then they, upon further investigation, things do change. Mm. Now. I guess my perspective mainly is who am I to think that I understand how God created this universe? Within that, I still didn't want to ignore certain things that we see in, in nature, like, for example, like, vis- like vestigial organs or ad- adaptations, like when you get goosebumps. Why do we get goosebumps if we don't have fur? Cause that, that adaptation is for when it's cold and you're trying to trap the heat. Now, the appendix, you know how th- that's also a vestigial organ. They still don't know what we need it for, but they can see throughout DNA that it's present. Right. So there's a lot of remnants like that, even in whales. Sometimes it. Like the way they swim, you know how they have the tail to swim, mainly? Yeah. And they also have like, some type of appendages here, Yeah. which are not functional at all. What are they there for? Mm. So like stu- little things like that where I would see evidence, but you do take it with a grain of salt because you can't pretend to understand everything. Yeah. Science is a continuous journey. I mean he even gave an example in the beginning, you know Newtonian physics is not the same as what we believe now, yeah and I thought it was also interesting how einstein like he even battled with that he didn't want i don't think if if you guys like read read uh, i guess his perspective he he wanted to find a way to disprove disprove it, yeah, because back then the consensus was that it just it was and it always has been the universe just has always been present but he found out that there there had to have been a starting point and even one of these guys these geniuses trying to disprove that he still couldn't I thought was interesting so all these journeys that that people go on I think are are interesting and I can't I find it almost impossible to turn a blind eye to, to stuff like that
0: yeah yeah, I, I, fi- I have found myself throughout my life, um, very interested by science and evolution because the evidence, you know. Um, and obviously, one of the things that that I found early and and now it's more f- liberating, and and I feel like more I feel more free, but. It was certainly something that you couldn't tell your youth. I couldn't tell my youth leader, like, "Hey, I think, what if God created evolution? What if God created evolution?" Because it, just you know, kind of like what Eddie said, they seem. Those were trigger words in the church I grew up in as well, and those were. Even now, I think there's a in 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 Christianity as a whole. You do get they almost sound like oxymorons that God. But create the world through evolution. And I think what one of the, you know, my pursuits, especially now leading a church, is making God not 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 more reachable, because I think that the, I don't think a human can do that, but making God logical. God is a logical God. And the Bible is a logical book, and if you read, and obviously it requires faith, but so does everything else. But it's it's logical. You you you, the the things the Bible calls us to do, are for our benefit. And so, is a sacrifice? Yes. Is it? Does it limit you? I guess it depends on on what you call limiting. But like, not sleeping around is 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 a good thing. It's good to to only have sex with your spouse that is a good thing that isn't that you know they they, fi- they they they've done studies where they find that you know people that are constantly sleeping around they end up aging faster because it, the toll it takes on the person to to do that whole thing it was an interesting study but i i i always struggled with uh, like man like am i supposed to just ignore science completely because if i ignore it I'm kind of left with no answers. It's kind of hard to talk about God and and kind of convince people about God without the evidence that's before me because it does feel like Christians get handicapped because of no science. And I guess you got geography, but even geography it requires a lot of science. And so I did struggle a lot until very recently with it because... I didn't know how to not, not prove God but defend my faith outside of science. And I think one of the beautiful things it's is it's becoming easier and looking at whales, looking at different animals, looking at just the the intelligent design, the fact that they're able to to predict so many things, testing animals. It should tell us something that there is so we're similar in that way that you're able to make a connection to that. And I thought, I think that that's been a huge win for for Christianity, although it's it's still like very much secret. Um, Was there a point in the in in the video where you guys disagreed with anything? Did you guys wrestled with anything? Was there something on the presentation you're like, I don't don't know about this?
2: I don't think I had an issue with anything. And I think also the way he presented it made it that way because he never was trying to push anything down your throat. Mm -hmm. It was all very subtle. Yeah. If anything, I was just, (laughs) I had a lot more questions, you know, because I, you know, he geeked out a lot. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Had I understood everything, maybe I would have more questions. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, Do you disagree with anything? Not really. I don't want to say disagree, but it did raise a question in my head. Okay. Now, when we... Because it, this guy, he's involved... He was involved in a, the Human Genome Project. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Basically what that what that means is you can see certain patterns in people's DNA and see if they're, their propensity to let's say have can, this type of cancer or whatever. Now when because we do when I say we I mean humans, we do have the capability to mess with people's DNAs. Yeah. Is that, at least to me, it it brings up a lot of questions. Like, it brings up the whole question of playing God, in a Mm -hmm. sense. And that one made me made me think of it because. But then, even with that question, it's also limiting too. To the way he he does his things, right? It's just, it, I don't know. It, it, it send me for a, for a, for a whirl.
2: <laughs> yeah. So when they when they do mess with people's genetics, is it before they're born, or is it after the fact, or
1: when do they do it? Well, I, I mean, yeah, I think even the vaccine, technically, that is a way of messing with your DNA. Yeah. Gotcha. So, that's the most recent example I could think of. But I mean, th- they do th- they do that in babies too. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I don't
0: know. Yeah, it, it's my my questions regarding the the video were more towards the. I think the the aspect of of. Um, I wanted wanted more from the earth, new earth, old earth type of thing. I believe God created an old earth. I believe, you know, what Genesis 1 says, in the beginning, God. So I believe in the beginning there was nothing. There was an air, there wasn't darkness, there wasn't anything. It was just God. And then God caused everything to happen. It was God's creation, everything. Which I, you know, yesterday as I was thinking about the pod, uh, it was probably not the best thing to think about before I went to sleep because I couldn't sleep for a while. But I was just trying to imagine what it means for nothing, for just nothing to be created except God. It's just, and it was such a, it was just like, I can't even wrap my mind around what that means.
2: I've dealt with that. You know what I mean? And Mike, my... the way I what I've told myself is, God created, create the ability to create, right? Because before that, it was just Him. That's yeah. So okay. the so the That's it's almost like I invented the iPhone. Yeah. He invented the ability to create. Yeah. That's kind of how I because I've struggled with that too. I'm like, wait, there was nothing. You know, who created God? And then you're like, wait, no, He's I been here. Yeah. And how does that work? And I think the idea to be able to create something was impossible right. until he created. Yeah, it. yeah.
0: Because I was like, okay, there was God. God was in the beginning, but there was nothing else. And obviously, when you th- like, for example, when we talk, when we talk about nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're telling, hey, you know, if you're telling us, like, hey, uh, I just got this house. It's empty. Obviously, empty, empty doesn't mean Empty, it means there's like, you know, there's walls. Right. And there's windows. And, you know, the, there's electrical outlets. And so, but you walk in, you're like, yeah, this room is empty. There's nothing here. But when, you know, creation, it was like, okay, there is, there was nothing. Because, even you know, there's even, even the route of like, yeah, when God came the earth was just like, it was just formless. It was like, no, no, no. there was no earth. Mm-hmm. There was nothing. There was no wind. There was no mist. Even like the smallest particles did not exist. And it, so it, that kind of, I was just like laying down and just thinking like that. that is like insane. And so... I that was my only question. Like, how does how do we get? Because I wanted more from the video. It's I didn't really disagree with anything because, it, like you were saying, the way he put it, and I, I I'm I'm with you. Like, had I understood so much, some of the geeking out yeah. that he was doing, I might have like been like, okay, what do you mean by that? But a lot of it was just like, man, like, so. Does science know if it was an old earth, a new earth? When you say old
2: earth, I think what you mean is God created a mature earth, right? Yes. So like to where there's trees and it's habitable, as opposed to um, an earth that's, that where as 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 an earth, as opposed to an earth that didn't have any of that, right?
0: Yeah. So kind of like, you know, like human history is like, 10,000 years. Yeah. You know, and that's being very generous. Mm-hmm. Recorded human history, it's like 10,000 years. Yeah. And But whenever you hear, like, the the earth... It's 10,000 million, billion it's always, years yeah, old. Yeah, it's right? always changing. It's always something billion yeah. years. And so, and what's interesting about, like, the soil, for example, whenever, like, a volcano erupts, you go and you test the soil... And the soil will be like, oh yeah, this is you know billions of years, but the reality is, this this is kind of new soil. Well, not yes and no, but because it just landed from the volcano. The volcano just erupted three mm-hmm. weeks ago, but it was in the in the ground. Yeah, but it tells you it's you know however however billion years old, mm-hmm. and so I've always because there's the, the there's this idea there's there's two schools of thought. God created the earth in seven literal days. And so we are living in, on an earth that is like 10,000 years old, give or take. That doesn't make sense scientifically. Because scientifically speaking, they test the, earth, the soil, the earth, and they find it is like billions of years old. So I think God created a mature earth, an old earth, or maybe that's just the the way, you know, because evolution took forever, that's how the earth aged. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, because I've heard that before where somebody presented that to me as well, um, and they're like, yeah, you know, I believe that, I think it was, remember Joseph, he was on our pod? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. shared that with me. He's like, I believe God created a mature earth, Okay, otherwise humans wouldn't be able to you know living it. Yeah. And I was like, well, that makes sense. <laughs> you know, like you know, it's just I can see how that can be true. Like yeah. otherwise there wouldn't be fruit, there wouldn't be Yeah. we wouldn't have been ready to live here. Right. Um now now you ask yourself, what about the dinosaurs, you know? When did the when did they show up into the picture? You know, maybe it could have been that I don't know, I mean that, that those 7 days were not really 7 days, you know, they were Seven million years <laughs> and, you know when right. was a million years too, and in that time, you know God allowed the earth to exp- to have different animals before us I, I mean yeah I, you can go into all these places
0: yeah, and I think that's that that was one of the things hearing him and and as I, you know study the Bible, take different classes, you do find out about like literary stuff and right now I'm doing this deep dive, this study on on the book of Revelation. And it's a trip when you look at like context, history, um, writing style. When you look at all those, it's the book of Revelation the way, I don't know how it was taught to you guys, but the book of Revelation to me was always taught futuristic. Yeah. And so the book revelation was, was about chips, some you know very, you know super good looking world leader who's gonna be like the hottest guy ever, and he's gonna be the antichrist, and uh, and you know everyone's just gonna like have a chip, and that's what was always the way it was taught to me.
1: I was thinking of actual chips. <laughs>
0: he wants Doritos. Um, <laughs> And then what you end up finding, you know, as you do hermeneutics and you take a class like that, hermeneutics tell, teaches you a few things. And so one of the things that you, you look at when you're reading scripture, to understand the meaning of it, you have to ask yourself a few questions. And one of the things you have to go in the reading before you read, you have to go in knowing whatever I'm reading wasn't written for me. I'm not the original audience this had an original audience. This was for a specific group of people. Now, it, it's applicable to me, it can apply to me, but this message was not written for Americans in 2021. It was written to a, a specific group of people in a specific time and place in history. And so the Bible has to make sense to me in 2021 but it also has to make sense to the person to the original person and so when you book read the book of revelation with that you know understanding if i read the book of revelation with the mentality of how it applies to me in 2021 i i'm making the bible say what i want because Imagine if you go to church, the guy's preaching to you, and the guy tells you, Albert, in 2,000 years, when you're gone, and it could be that you may have some descendants, you may not, but in 2,000 years, this terrible thing is gonna happen. Our reaction, all of our reaction, will be like, cool, so what? I don't care. I'm not gonna be here. I don't care, whatever. Whatever happens, happens in 2,000 years. And that would make no sense for the original audience. It would make no sense to tell them about this coming thing. And then when you look at the the time frames, anyway, you get to the point where you end up finding out that these people were living and expecting some literal, a literal judgment that came in 70 AD. And so when I was looking at this video, I I ended up understanding and, and being like, man, like, evolution is very similar to that where it's become such an enemy it was taught so badly and and it was you know obviously at church it was reduced to you didn't come from monkey you're better than a monkey and you know, yeah yeah I mean uh, we it's are in some ways yes but they're stronger than us but we're better than monkeys because we're made in the image of God but that is reducing it to a level where you're almost, it, it's almost irresponsible. Yeah. You know? It's almost irresponsible to do that because you are removing one of the things that God has always done, and that is his creation. And when you reduce creation to you, not you, didn't come from a monkey, evolution, at least the evolution that, you know, Dr. Collins was talking about. Doesn't say that evolution says you come from God, but you come from, from the same designer. You come from, a, you know, a de- there's a design behind you, and that goes not just for you but for everything. And I thought that was super brilliant because that is the thing that isn't taught in the church enough or ever.
1: At least I never heard it. You know, yeah. I, I think, yeah, with w- within that. There's a it's it's hard to explain. Um when you when you when you boil it down to that level, I guess, where mm-hmm. you say you aren't a monkey, look at you. I think that <laughs> a lot of people and some people do look more like monkeys than others, but <laughs> that's besides the point, right? <laughs> what we're trying to get to is even if you look like a monkey, mm-hmm. when you were made in the image of God, what does that mean? Is that only do because I, th- I feel like a lot of people think about that almost physically. I, I, I think I
2: thought about it physically and 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 uh, emotional
1: attributes as well. Where I think it's mainly up here when you guys talk about the creator right we yeah. are one of one of the only animals if you want if if you're offended by that sorry that can create at an alarming rate yeah see to me i th- that's when i see connections between us and god not so much like physical it's just up here more than anything. Yeah. So I, I think that I agree. It's irresponsible to just say blanket statements from both people. Yeah. Because you can't, especially from scientists, because you hear that a lot too. They say, I, I don't believe that a creator did this. But if you're, res- if you're a responsible scientist, you will say, I don't know. Yeah. Because you don't. And I think the overarching theme throughout the whole, like, discussion was that God doesn't conform to the rules of physics. Yeah. He broke the rules because he is the creator. Yeah. So a lot of times people will say, well, that's impossible. To you. Yeah, to you. Exactly. You're talking to, to someone who gave you the ability to even think that
0: <laughs> so yeah
1: so when when you when people will say well well how will, how, how can we explain <laughs> the jesus coming back to life again mm-hmm. talking to a guy who breaks every law because he created them yeah he can suspend time he can do whatever he wants
0: mm-hmm
1: and it's it's almost like we try to just limit. I, that, that's what I hear all the time: limit, 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 limit. It's like no. Well, if the Bible says it was seven days, that can't be it. It's like well, yeah, but maybe he was just. You're, it's not literal. Yeah, seven days, right? Or maybe he just wanted to tell you in a way where you can understand, because we're feeble-minded, and mm. if you if you don't think so, you need to read a little more. <laughs> Yeah. Or just and just live, dude. Like, I don't understand how people could live in in this earth and and think that they're even close to intelligent. Yeah. Well, I I think one of the things you get is
0: is, uh, and I think another point is is also the the moral code, the moral law. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was a that's one of the natural ways to to prove God if if you don't know any of the other science stuff because that's such a clear that that's so clear because he was he was right he was he was saying how if there is no moral law then there's no such thing as evil because that becomes subjective you know because if there is no god then there's nothing to call it good or evil everything is whatever you decide it to be and obviously that's not the, case, the way it is. If you go around kicking babies, nobody's going to be like, oh, I mean, I guess that's what he likes to do. That's evil. That's not good. And so I think that's where you, that's one of the ways that God has, I think that's another way we're different. That's another way when I think, I'm made in the image of God, I, I think of it from that standpoint, from the from the mind of, of you are created to to know the difference between good and evil and and you're able to tell the difference. And I find myself understanding that so much more now because it's, as you allow yourself to to think like, you know what, maybe I don't know as much as I do and maybe I don't know as much as I been told I know. All of a sudden you, you approach things with a little bit more humility. You know, uh, you approach it, understanding, man. Like I have no idea how this was written, and you, and you read that. There, there's people who believe in the book, in the Book of Acts, where there's like where the Holy Spirit falls down. There's people that believe that it was literal fire on people's head, and the Bible is very clear. It was like fire. And so just the vocabulary there ta- lets you know it wasn't fire. It wasn't literal fire. It was like it. It just felt like it.
1: You know what that reminds me of? Um, so I was listening to, S- to Sproul the other day. Mm-hmm. He, he, was, he was sharing a message where, uh, I forget where it is exactly in the Bible, but when they're moving the Ark of the Covenant. Okay. And it's about to be soiled. Second Samuel. Yeah. Second. Okay. It's about to be soiled, and a guy reaches mm-hmm. so that so it that doesn't fall, fall and gets dirty, right? Yeah. Because yeah. you're thinking with your feeble mind again, it's like, oh, if I touch it... The it dirt
0: does. is terrible. Yeah. And, and, and again, dies.
1: dirt was created by the creator, yeah. obviously. Cleaner now, than you. Right. And what's interesting is that sometimes people will say, like, oh, I got mm-hmm. this. I'm doing this for you, Lord. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take this argument the i i don't, don't want to get it dirty yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna save it don't worry i got it. i got it instantly he falls yeah he dies he's he's done it's cooked no that that i think to me that's that's a that's it's it's so obvious that even when we think we're doing the right thing or when we think we're we're in the right we're just seeing through here. We're just seeing this perspective. We're not yeah. seeing everything. And and I, I think ego has a lot to do with that too. It's like, I'm good enough to save what is holding, I guess, the spirit of, of God? Mm-hmm. That's a wild thought. Mm.
0: Hmm. That is, yeah.
1: Because... You're supposed to obey. At uh, a certain to a certain degree, that is your major function. Yeah. To be obedient. Yeah. So I yet yeah, I I think there was a lot a lot of a lot of moments where where you could where ego rears its ugly head like it, it in. Throughout the whole discussion, too, if if you're looking for it, of course. Right. And yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. There's just I, I listened to it like three times, so that's the whole why. Thing? Yeah. Yeah.
2: G- going back to uh, to the moral law thing, I mm-hmm. you, you, you know I always think about how why are scary movies scary? Like. Hmm. like okay. why, why is it that everybody freaks out? Yeah, and they're all similar, right?
0: Yeah.
2: Yet they don't believe in a god or or a devil.
0: Oh. Yeah. Right. right. You know what I'm
2: saying, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're they all sh- when they're scary movies, we all, we all share the same similarities as far as scary. There's always some kind of demon or 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 some kind of spirit, and mm-hmm. it's always like. I mean, it, I think it goes. I think it goes back to the moral law because we kind of all know what good and bad is and I think you're right, Ed, where sometimes we, we think we know that what's right and what's wrong but we're sometimes not right because he even said it too. Sometimes we think we know what's right and we, we think we know what's wrong but yeah. sometimes we're wrong cause, because we're human beings, right? Um, but I don't know. I, I think about stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I think that right there is, is 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 proof that something, that maybe you're messing with something that, you, you know, like those scary movies, there's probably some, some truth to that. You right. Know? Like, it's not just you don't feel you know scared because because it's not real, you know mm. like it, there's some 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 truth to that, yeah, um so those are some of the things i've I've always asked myself times um and you know just listening to that part of moral law like and then just hearing you talk a little bit right now, like it brought me to that, I'm like, wow, like I think there's some some proof there, yeah, you know.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, like, just, just. I think that's a very human thing to think of—the battle between good and evil. Mm-hmm. Because, like, let's say, let's take any, any other animal. Like, let's say uh, we have a white-tailed deer. Okay, that's out in the woods. Uh, a mountain lion eats it. Is a mountain lion then evil?
2: No, I
1: mean, to the deer. To yeah. the, deer, to the yeah. deer, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but th- but is something evil but if the- they don't have the ability to recognize it's evil or not? Because at the end of the day, all they're trying to do is sp- spread their seed, right? Mm-hmm. The deer are just trying to multiply, and somehow it's keeping balance, right? Because the the, the predators are gonna eat, but there's always more prey. Like, it's just, what I'm trying to say is just part of the system. Mm-hmm. Right. It's there like, really is no good or evil. Right. In, in nature. In, na- in nature, yeah. I think. Okay.
2: Because the, also the, the lion, or tiger in this case, or either one, they have a predator. They're also predators to a different animal. And, right. And it it's the same. They're not evil because, yeah. you know.
1: And then I'll take it one step further. What if a mountain lion eats a human? Is that mountain lion now evil?
2: It's a threat, but I don't, I don't see it as evil. I mean, either the, the human being was messing with it, or the, you pass by and you look good. <laughs> you, look, you know? <laughs> you look nice
0: calves.
1: They're mine now.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, cause
2: that's, that's their nature, to, to eat meat. You know, right. to eat
1: fl- It's our nature, too. What I'm trying to get to is, I think, again, being made in the image of God, understanding what evil. Eventually, I guess, technically, if we go down that. I
0: I think there's a difference between like, the way nature is, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of like the whole Chris Rock thing, that lion didn't go crazy; the lion went lion. Right.
1: Um,
0: And I think that's just nature. The way things are, the way th- you know, and you see it with like little kids, little boys and little girls are very different. And if you've been around little boys and little girls, you find that they just are, and every little boy just you know just go does things that a little girl would never do, and vice versa. And you know, wh- wh- I'm watching this with like my siblings. My little brother right now is in a stage where he thinks farting is funny, and he just does fart noises because it's funny. <laughs> And all, you know, us as guys can relate to that because we at one point or another thought, that's hilarious, people farting is funny and fart noises are funny. That's why whoever created the whoopee cushion made a lot of money because <laughs> they geared it towards the little boys who thought it was hilarious. And my little sisters never went through that stage because they ne- they always thought it was gross. And, you know, and it just... And I think you see that in nature as well. I think certain animals are have been created for to be the predator, certain animals have been created to be the prey, and I think good and evil, I think, is above that, yeah, you know, and I think that that's kind of what you're getting at mm-hmm. and i and I agree with that i don 't think a lion eating us isn't evil yeah. it's just nature
2: yeah because we, we all have we eat, we're all predators at one point, and we're right. all um, we're all we also have some what's the other word um Needs no, you're so you're the you're, you're also we're all as human beings, we're all predators, we're
0: also we we're and the or the prey or the prey, yeah, 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 we're
2: we're both at the same time, yeah, yeah, you, know, if if, you know,
1: yeah, yeah, and I want to take it like another another step of further, of course, yeah. so because I th- I think I think nature nature is still within us, mm-hmm. okay and that is why we needed the ultimate sacrifice because ultimately we are evil right
0: right yes
1: now i think that's our nature to as be humans evil. To, to be evil we are evil yes but made in his image we 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 have the right to do something about it and when I say do something about it, I'm not saying you are going to save yourself. Obviously not. Now, I think that's a lot of evidence, right? To, to, to even... What do you mean you have the right to do something? Hold on. Before you... Before yeah, yeah. Okay, so I, I mean like, if you want to do away with your evil, there are okay. steps you can take okay. to be justified. Okay. And even if not, the birth of religion is a very interesting thing because it brings up the code. I mean, the, the idea of uh, having a moral code. Mm-hmm. Whether it's correct or not, that's a different conversation. Right. Now, I, I, j- I just think it brings up an, an interesting point because there's a lot of people who who believe that we are. We have a moral code due to our nature, and that it comes from I think you guys are talking about it a little bit because it it helps you carry your genes out or like it's functional in the environment where there's so much evidence that it isn't, mm. and to think to think that. It just it, it I think the argument just just falls apart, just just to say like if there is no creator, then we somehow devise the system where, where we have our own moral code where where we can see that, different cultures have different different moral codes and and you you could pick at them or, or whatever, but. The idea of separating religion from that i th- i think it's 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 a tough thing to do because i haven't seen a a, a log- logical argument where it says that humans developed a moral code based on adaptability
0: oh okay
1: yeah i get you now if that makes sense
0: uh, yeah and i but i think that's the i think one of the things that The biggest mistake that I can see coming from that I've seen and I think it comes to what you're saying about the ego we think we're smarter than what we are is this idea that it's either one or the other. We're either evolution we're made by evolution and this means nothing or we're made by God and evolution can't be real. And I think we I think all agree we're not smart enough to know that, one. Two, it is very possible that both are true. Right. They're not mutually exclusive. And so because they're not mutually exclusive, they can both be true. Now, when it comes to the moral law, I think, like what you're saying, there's no evidence that in the beginning there was nothing and now there was, now there is. The moral law has just always been because you just know. Nobody has to tell you stealing is bad for you to know is bad. You know, because and, and I think that's the the interesting part of the whole thing because it is innate. And that's I think the part where faith comes in, and we have to be open to that. Where we are we have Tendencies that are connected to our ancestors, who were more, you know, predators than we are, because you, know, you go to a supermarket and you just buy you buy steak, where before they had to go hunt it themselves, mm-hmm. or you go buy the fish, where before our ancestors had to go fish it themselves. So you see the difference. You see that there's been that the growth, the evolution, the the the, the process of advancement. And I think that the mistake we can make is to think I'm either on nature or all faith and the truth is you're, well, you're both. There's a reason why there are some men that find themselves, and women, who find themselves who are great at gardening. They just have the green thumb. They just know how to grow stuff. Our ancestors in the past had to do that to survive. We don't, we don't have to do that. You do that now, you're just, it's just a hobby. You have a big, old backyard. Or you're 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 weirdo. <laughs> Those are pretty much the three <laughs> where it lands.
1: Shout out to the weirdos. Yeah,
0: shout out to the weirdos. Our ancestors before didn't have a farmers market. They were the farmers market. So if you wanted a piece of meat from your neighbor, you had to offer them something. I got tomatoes. How about a bag of tomatoes for a piece of meat? And I think that's or or you know a glass of milk. And I think that's the, you see that still in our, in who we are, in, 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 and even in our wanting to create. That is nature, and that is the way we've been created, and that's our nature coming out, our creative side. With that, you get faith, and you get the spiritual component, because we're spiritual beings who have to get to an, a place of, of, knowing, like, man, this is good and this is evil. This is right and this is wrong. And then you get to, like, salvation and and what that means and how to obtain salvation. And I think that's where, for me, the the biggest takeaway for me of this video was it's both. It's not one or the other. It's both. If, If you're looking at God or evolution, it can be both. And there's evidence for both. And so I'm able to read my Bible, go to church, be involved in church, and still have a brain to think and understand. God didn't create things the way I think he created them, and that is okay. I don't know everything, and that is okay. And I think both are very true, that I can pray for somebody, somebody who's sick and also tell them, hey, you should go to the doctor and get that checked out. It doesn't mean I'm crazy. And there's people, I, I know a lot of Christians who refuse to go to the doctor, refuse to take medicine because God will heal them. I know Christians that refuse to put on glasses because I remember this, this just a little off the side. I I remember this, I, I knew this lady, this Christian lady. I knew this girl who, her, her parents, she needed glasses, she couldn't see. And I got glasses and, and she was getting glasses around the same time, but she would never wear them. And I was like, why don't you wear your glasses? Because she was always squinting. And she said, it's because my mom told me that if I wear my glasses, I am declaring that. I'm basically saying that yes, there's something wrong with my eyes. (laughs) I'm like, that is, I didn't tell her this inside me. I'm like, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. There is something wrong with your eye and we have the technology to help you with it. And there's a lot of Christians that live with that. And so my, I think that the biggest takeaway and from everything you were saying and from the video was, there. it's both. It doesn't have to be one or the other. It is both. My faith and my nature are tied together and that is on purpose. That isn't a, That that isn't a singular thing where before for a long time in the church I grew up in and the way I was raised as a Christian, it was either one or the other. And...
2: Yeah, I think I think he he spoke to both parties, both the church yeah. and the and the world view. Like if you look at it like I don't even think he leaned either way. Right. He was like right in the middle. Yeah. In in the video the entire time. Like he's like he hinted both the entire time and I, I did recognize that.
1: I I want to talk a little bit more about the religion aspect because especially now, a lot of people, what, what they try to do is say that historically religion was functional and it worked in many ways. Yeah. But now that we see that it's a lie, we should continue with the good of religion and do away with the lies of religion. Okay. Now, that brings up an important question where, where, where it is can you have... Ultimately, I know the answer to this, but like it, I'm more interested in the conversation of it. Can you have... the society... I guess... Can can you have a society with the religious... the good aspects of religion where, where it is... Like, let's say we can take the... the Ten Commandments or whatever, just as an example. Yeah, like charity, taking care of the poor, stuff like that. Where you focus on that, Mm -hmm. but do away with the God. Do away with God? Basically, just formulate something, formulate laws from religion. Keeping the laws because obviously they are functional in in a sense. But doing away with the supernatural.
0: Like you're saying, can you have that?
1: Do you guys think that a society can exist? A functional society?
0: I don't think so.
1: Because
0: I think that the argument for God within the moral law is that he is the standard? A society with no God, but with laws, it makes no sense because who sets the standard? Right. Who sets the law? And who's to say that that law is good? Who's to say that that God that law is right? So I think it's really hard to do that, and I think like the neg- the lies of religion. I think that it's tough to to go, to do away with, not the lies, but I I think, and then again, it depends what religion you're talking about. And I think it it just depends on where you land. I I think as a Christian, I think it's impossible. If I, as a Christian, if I wasn't a Christian, I, you know, I I, I wouldn't want to live by the rules of the Christian God that's the way i look at it i don't subject myself to the muslim god or to the yeah. the god of you know the mormons or the you know I, so i, I think it, it's i don't know how that society would function
1: yeah I, I i agree 100% i've seen a lot of people do try to make that argument where it's like yeah we're going to just have a good moral code and then eventually, eventually do away with God. It's just it
2: disappears, right? Like all that, those laws. I think they'll just fade away after a while. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because you have no foundation. Yeah. That's why I'm perplexed by people like Sam Harris that say, "Oh no, we've developed this through the years and years of adaptation, where we figured we figured that if I steal from you, there's going to be consequences. Therefore, I won't steal from you." No. But what if you're much stronger? What if I'm much stronger and I can send people to steal from you? Yeah. Who's to stop me from doing that? Right. It's just a it's it's a very confusing thing especially from like intellectuals where where where, where you can uh <laughs> where you can see that they've studied so much and there is intelligence there but their argument is kind of like what? Yeah. They th- they throw out the baby with the bathwater. Yeah.
0: Where yeah. You, it you, doesn't make sense.
1: You need both, right?
0: Yeah, because you, as <laughs> as a Christian, uh, I you know obey the Bible. Obviously, we all mess up, but I obey the Bible not because. Yes, I want to. Yeah, you know, it's not a forced thing, but it's also a like. My religion. I don't do this because my religion doesn't let me. There's understanding behind it. There's, there's thought process behind it, and there's sacrifice. Without God, if all you have is rules, the sacrifice isn't worth it. Purpose. It, there's no purpose.
2: Yeah, they, like.
0: It, to tell, like, I, I think a lot, you know, when I when I talk to, like, young couples and young people about abstinence and, and wait till marriage, don't have sex before marriage, and you have that conversation with them, that's a sacrifice. That sacrifice is not worth, it's not worth it without God. Because sex feels so, it, I, I mean, obviously, I don't know, I'm not speaking my experience, but from what you see sex looks pretty cool <laughs> that's why i think a lot of christians get married super young <laughs> and i think to to say don't have sex just to not have sex it it doesn't mean anything you went through that in the 80s when magic johnson you know announced that he had hiv for a while you know sex you know dropped a lot and there's a lot of stories and there's books of like how people stopped having you know casual sex but that lasted for a little bit, and then you know people went back to it. So I, I think there's without purpose, the sacrifice isn't worth it. I I, I don't see it, and it falls apart. Doesn't make sense, because why am I sacrificing?
1: And even that, I think, is an argument for intelligent design on mm-hmm. our behalf. Yeah, the fact that we can actually we can have rules, but we question the rules. Yeah. If there's no foundation, like if there's no foundation, why would I follow those rules? Yeah. If you're, again, if you're some animal, there's, I'm sure there's laws. Like always stay alert, especially if you're prey. Always stay alert. I don't know. I don't know if you guys have seen like hunting shows or whatever. Like they pick up smells from super far away. Like all all these things are rules made by nature, right? That help them develop certain traits. Mm-hmm. We're helps them survive yeah. in nature. But that's instinctual. Yeah. Whereas uh, what we do is not. Yeah. To a certain degree it might be. But without foundation there's disorder. It's yeah. just it's madness. I think the one thing I mean
0: jumping off of that. The one thing I would like to see One thing I don't like about our society, the way it's going, um, is how we are rewarding those that are cheating nature. It used to be in the past that the fittest people were rewarded. There was a reward for being fit. There was a reward, not just healthy, not just like skinny, but fit. The You know, the, the, the guy... The, the, the man that that could hunt the man that could provide that man was rewarded with a wife because you had shown yourself among other men to be able to do that so a father and a mother would give you their best which would be the the daughter and you get in nature in in society now the you know this this ideal that you have to, you know the your body it's your body and the way it is it's okay, and you you we've kind of gone astray from the, hey there is a, I understand that the standard of beauty isn't, you know white blue eyes I get that, but there should be a standard of beauty there should there is a standard of beauty, there is a standard of, of of uh, of what what is attractive and what is not attractive there is and and i think that is part of nature you get that throughout nature the the so, you know in in deer or in goats the one who has the the which one what am it the, the one with the biggest antlers has the you know gets the women mm-hmm. you get it in peacocks the, the one with the the best feathers gets the women and i think that's that's one part of nature that i that i I think you, we find that we're now in a slippery slope and that's where you get a rise in like you know homosexuality you get a rise even in like transgender stuff because we've diminished so much that the importance of hey that there is a prize that comes with being fit if you're gonna be sloppy and 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 lazy and with your physique and and, and with your life you should get punished for that you shouldn't get there shouldn't be. It should. It should be harder for you. It should be harder for you.
1: I, I think before you go any further, I think you should also include having a moral code. Yeah. Because I feel like that's not rewarded anymore either. Yeah. Nice guys finish last. Oh, I want me a bad boy with tattoos. <laughs> oh, he texts me back too fast. Like you know what I mean? There's <laughs> yeah. so many of those where it's like he Wait, called what? me beautiful. I hate him. How is that yeah. bad? You know, like these bad behaviors get rewarded. Essentially, you start you mm-hmm. create more and more of this. Yeah. This is acceptable. This is the status quo. You can't be too nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I I agree. I think it's, I think that part that aspect of it gets super um, confusing and super like what 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 are we doing? What what is it that we're doing here? And that's sad. I, I wish we we could go we, we could go back more to the nature aspect in that sense because that should be rewarded
1: a lot more it should it just should and if you want to marry a guy why wouldn't you want him to be nice you want him to take care of you take care of your kids yeah that's a strange one yeah yeah
0: doesn't make sense
1: go to your therapist guys (laughs) daddy issues or mommy issues (laughs) and so yeah any
0: last thoughts for you guys
2: um one just one last thing on the on the moral law mm-hmm. i I thought it was, it's interesting how he said that that you know going back to what's right and what's wrong you know um, if someone sacrificed their lives for another individual because they're in danger he, he gave the example of, of the train yeah where the guy sac- you know somebody was having a seizure and they were in the rail racks, railroad uh, tracks, tracks of, of the subway in New York and they went down there and they risked their lives. Luckily, they both survived. Yet, it, if he, even he would have died, just it's considered heroic. Yeah. Um, and he's saying that, everybody agrees with that. There's not one person that, oh, well, that was a heroic. What well, That was worth the sacrifice. He passed away. But he saved his child. Like, yeah. That's heroic. And that was very eye-opening to me because he says that in nature, that's not okay. Because, not, not in nature, but in evolution, that's not okay because yeah. it's the survivor of the fittest. Right. Evolution says, no, you, you need to spread your seed and yeah. that's not going to help you get there. Right. So that really stood out to me. Mm. And that just goes back to the moral law where we, we, we have an understanding of yeah. what's right and what's wrong. Right. Yeah yeah
1: celebration thing. of sacrifice that, that's an interesting mm-hmm. do, do, do you guys know probably not any um examples of that in nature huh
2: I mean maybe maybe like a bear like a bear you know it's saving their cubs maybe,
1: but even that it's like it still goes back to you're trying to keep your seed, seed going yeah. because bears they'll eat some <laughs> yeah, because that's your seed. That's so, no, but some males would, will eat the cubs so that they're weaned from the mother and they could procreate with her. Because it's ultimately selfish. It's like, I want my seed to spread, oh. not the bear seed. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm.
0: You get that with lions. When a new lion takes over the, the pride, mm-hmm. he'll kill other, the cubs that are not his. Because he wants his seed. It's his. It's his tribe. Or yeah, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Yeah,
2: yeah that's, and that was that stood out a lot. I was mm-hmm. like, wow, man, that's yeah. It's simple. I think. I think what this guy did, if anything, he he just broke down little things that are that we take for granted, and he pointed out, um, you know, like, wow, that that's that's not being heroic like that's not so simple it's not easy you know it takes a lot for someone to sacrifice their lives for another yeah Um, and that's like a view you know that's proving God so I thought there was a lot of that throughout the video mm. of things we take for granted you know yeah
0: yeah that's true any last thoughts
1: um one thing I I find it strange that People trying to get rid of the idea of religion where I think to me at least religion explains the unexplainable Mm
0: -hmm.
1: where I think the alternative would be really chaotic yeah so I find that kind of like a head-scratcher yeah for me that they're both married
0: it's okay to marry both Science is real, and God created science, <laughs> and faith is real, and everybody has faith, even the the evolutionist has faith that you know they're, they're, nothing created something and and that requires faith too and I think uh for me the 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 biggest takeaway for me was uh, I had secretly <laughs> married these things a while back. And this video was like, "You know what? As, you know as somebody who preaches constantly, it, it, it kind of encouraged me and pushed me to, to, to not be so secretive about it, because as I lead a church and, and, and it's almost irresponsible for me to not say, "Hey, you know what the, 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 there isn't just this way." And 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 it is more dynamic than this. And it is not just one size fits all. And and I think that's the truth about and the beauty about Christianity, that it's not one size fits all. It's it's so adaptable to culture. And it's why you you know, I, I always tell the, the church Christianity is super flexible when it comes to culture because it's not after the culture, it's after your heart. So that's why you're able to go to Middle Eastern countries and find people dressed like Middle Eastern people who believe in Jesus and worship Jesus. And you'll go to like Sinaloa and find people dressed with crocodile boots and crocodile um, belts and big old sombrero and be like preaching because the gospel's not after your culture, it's after your heart. And I think that's one of the things that I took away from the video One of the many things was that just I need to be more open about it. Obviously, I disagreed with his like inconsistency of church and how he doesn't go to church. I I obviously disagreed with that. I I was like, bro, you need (laughs) to go to church, bro. Like, what are you doing, man? Like, you you do. But again, it's different. But obviously, when it comes to his, his, I just I was like, dude, you at a church would be a huge a, a, a huge value man like but that that's neither here nor there but hmm. that that's my final thought marry both of them because both of them are very very good and they and they kind of hold hands together
1: and, and science may change and that's okay but God doesn't yes look at two bro
2: look at that isn't it good huh
1: with that <laughs> we're uh,
0: this is the Brew Thoughts Podcast And uh, you can follow us anywhere, Uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, not so much. We're not that active on Twitter. But Instagram, uh, so you can see what we're doing sometimes. We took some pretty cool pictures today. So we're going to look all professional. How cute. Yeah, all cute. Uh, They weren't shirtless. Uh, I tried to smile. I don't
1: know if it worked.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So uh, and shout-out to David. David finally came back. Uh, Hopefully, hear more often. Shout out to David. Um, He doesn't have a mic, but he's just nodding. And uh, yeah, so we'll be uh, we'll be in touch. We'll be back next week, guys. Until next time, drink better coffee.